So as far as I know, I'm the only one that uses this, okay? And it worked really, really well. It actually converts into, I think it was 92%, okay? Which is huge when you're building a community, okay? So I call it Mystery Network Nurture. Welcome back to another week of Talking With Experts podcast. I am your host, Chris Cowden, and this week I get to talk with Kim Cullum from Wales about how she became a communities expert. We talk about how to grow, manage, and engage your audience, how to build strong relationships and uncover strategies that she's currently working that she hasn't seen being used before. Thank you so much, Kim, for joining me on this week's episode. It's great to have you on. It's a privilege to meet you in my uh, network and thanks for appearing as a guest. I'm going to I'm gonna say you're an expert, even if you don't think you're an expert, but you are. Um, and thanks for joining me. Uh, please share a little bit about yourself and how you became the community's expert. Hey Chris, oh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's an honor to be on your show. And um, yeah, I'm the community go-to lady, woman, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> As you say, an expert, right? Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm Kim, Kim Cullen, and I'm going to rewind all the way back to the beginning. I won't keep you long, I promise. Um, so <laughs> I overcame mental health issues. Um, well, to become a successful business owner, I guess. Um, you know, at the time, we'd have to take time off work. And although I loved what I did, I just couldn't bear being in a setting full of people who, like, didn't respect each other. And I was constantly being told off um, for being sick um, when I was when I had depression or when I had the day where I couldn't get out of bed. And, you know, I was constantly being told off for being sick because I was letting people down. Um, and I had the proof that I was mentally unstable, mentally not well, as if to say, you know. Um, but it didn't stop them treating me like rubbish, okay? I'll be honest with you. Um, and I became isolated and it just felt... It, I re- Even though I worked with a lot of people... And like I said, I loved what I did. I felt really isolated, you know. I couldn't talk to anyone. And because I felt isolated, my mental health just just went worse, it, you know. And it went worse when um, my assistant manager told me, sorry, I've, um, okay. I'm learning to say this without crying, right? <laughs> So she, I had an atopic pregnancy and basically she didn't believe me and she kept saying, I want proof, F in this, F in that, I want proof. And that was the tipping point for me. You know, I, I just knew it wasn't for me anymore. Not the job as such, but the, the people, you know, it just wasn't me. Um, but then as time went on, I got pregnant um, again with my daughter who is now nearly nine, but my mental health, Of course, when I was pregnant, the hormones and everything, it just got worse, okay? Mm -hmm. And I know this is a bit of a long story, but I'll keep it, try and keep it short. (laughs) And basically, I felt down and I felt horrible because I had no job. I couldn't go out to work now. And I'd been burnt by my other job. I was thinking I was worthless and all this. But we still, because I had a partner and a baby, we kind of needed money to live, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was non-negotiable, really, that we needed that money. So I joined an MLM company, 
and I ran it through social media, um, which, you know, which I did for several years. But what I found was throughout them years, nothing happened. I had a few customers, I had a few teammates, which were amazing. But the promise of earning thousands in a few hours a week, it just didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. And to be frank with you, I was probably spending about 70 hours a week trying to get myself to hit my monthly target. And because of that, my mental health went down again Mm -hmm. you know um I wasn't spending any time with my daughter my partner it was just rubbish okay so at the time a friend of mine she was making a business um, transition into becoming a marketing agency Mm -hmm. and she said to me hey Kim will you come into my Facebook group help me out with my Facebook group just give my members what they need and in return I'll give you some tips on marketing for your MLM business so it was a no-brainer for me I was like yeah let's do this so I did it but little did I know that I fell in love with the process and when I say that I fell in love with just being able to talk to people you know in that they didn't judge me okay um it helped that it was online because I felt at the time I could run and hide you know and when I was in a brick and mortar job I couldn't Mm -hmm. um but if it got too much uh, for me online I could just go leave it and go speak to them tomorrow whatever you know um but I completely fell in love with the process um talking to these people being myself you know and I think that was huge for me was that I wasn't pretending to be anyone I wasn't and I felt throughout my ears that I have to be this person that people want me to be I couldn't just be myself um so yeah like I'm pretty much um I started building my portfolio up started getting my own clients um and it wasn't a case of just because I loved it it was my friend Sonanda said to me, my engagement has trebled within the mm-hmm. four weeks that you've been with me and my sales have doubled, she said. So that was the turning point for me. I thought, I can do this and I can get paid for this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can get paid for what I love. And that's what I did. Um, and I, I'm kind of here now, really. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was a bit of a long story, but yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> No, I, I agree with you. It's It was, as a, you know, I did network marketing previously and I didn't do so well in it, but I was, you 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 give a lot of hours and you don't get a lot in return. And I think you have to be a, a certain type of person because some people can make it a huge, a huge success. But I think maybe like 90% of people fail and when they fail, they have a, they have that, low self-esteem leaving can I can I achieve anything else is anything else going to work for me then you you go down this self-doubt route so uh, absolutely how how do you now I I know because you've already you found your purpose in helping other people and building a community which is great to see and nobody can see it but you've got a smile on your face and you you did have a smile on your face while you're sharing that story and it was nice to see that change from going from a depression story to a happy ending story so thanks for that how do you you, how do you then grow a community what's the first step to growing your community okay so first step um 
it, it I recommend this for every single person is to get your goals in order, you know, get your purpose, your mission, your vision, your goals. I mean, why do you want to build community? You know, before you start a Facebook group, before you start a community on Instagram, wherever you're starting it, or even if it's in an um, in-person event, you need to know why you're starting that community. Because if you know why, it's going to keep you going. It's going to, you're going to get the right, um, for example, with Facebook groups, you're going to get the right members into your groups because you know why they're joining you, why they're coming there. Um, you know, so that would be my first thing, to, um, my first, oh, what's that word? Let's, first step. First step. <laughs> so anybody doesn't know, Kim is fluent Welsh. Welsh is her first language, so bear with her but she's doing a, a tremendous job <laughs> thank you thank you so much um but yeah um first thing to is know why you're building a community you know your goals your passion and then i know it's easier said than done and it takes time but don't give up okay when you're growing your community you need to network with people okay you need to talk to people and i don't just mean right i'm gonna pick Bill, Bob and Bang, and I'm just going to see if they fancy joining my group or joining my community. I mean, get to know these people. What would make Bill a really good fit for you? You know, what are they struggling with anything? Can your community help them? I mean, can your services help them? But do it with a mindset of that you're helping them, that you don't want anything in return. Because that's when the magic happens. When you're providing value to these people, it's even if they don't directly become your customer or your client, the word of mouth is huge. Okay, and I'm very woo-woo. I, I believe in the law of attraction. Okay, I won't go too much into it, but what you put out is what you get. And I completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. And it's worked and it's you know, you know, you get some people saying, oh, just grow a community, you know, pick people and just go, hey, do you want to join my group? I mean, that's, that's a load of poo, you know, it doesn't work. And you've lost that relationship, even if they turn around and say to you, yes, I'm interested in joining your uh, health and wellbeing group. But you've lost that connection straight away because you haven't got to know them and you don't actually know if it's for them or not, you know, the what I call obvious, and I do understand it's not obvious for everyone, but if you want to grow your Facebook group, for example, you've got your email list, um, lead magnets, make sure your Facebook profile directs you to um, your Facebook group, mm -hmm. LinkedIn, Instagram, stories, posts, um, they're the, like I said, what I call obvious steps. Um, but yeah, first thing would be to know why you want to build a community. And the second thing is, is get to know people, network with people. And then two steps, in my eyes, should be your first and second priority every day. And you don't have to do 10 hours a day. You can do 20 minutes a day and it'll work. And you'll build really good relationships as well. Yes. So uh, I know because there's the, there are thousands of group groups out there, thousands of groups with lots of members in them. Um, I know they say quality and engagement is the most important thing in a group. How do you engage your uh, community? Is there a specific type of content or 
how do you how do you do it? Um, so what I found to work really, really well uh, with myself, my clients, and I know a lot of other people have had experience with this, is yeah, content matters, okay? Not as such what type of content, but what the content needs to do is speak to their pain points, okay? So content can come in forms of written um, images, you know, but it can also come in form of funny memes. It can come in the form of article shirts, you know, things like that people forget. I mean, a funny meme that is on point to to a point to your um, branding can cause so much engagement and build that relationship between two people. It's just incredible. Um, So when it comes to your content, you basically need to put content out there that your members want. And how you do that is by asking them. Mm. Just ask them what they want to hear, you know, ask them what they want to see from you. Um, Do some market research, do some social listening. And um, when it comes to your Facebook group, um, you've got three questions that um, people you can ask other people to join. Always use at least one of them for content creation. So, for example, um, in my group, I ask people, what do you struggle with when it comes to community? Um, or what do you struggle with when it comes to marketing on social media? And then instantly, that's my content straight yes. away. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's about it, really. Don't stress over your content. Test things out, you know. Um, as long as it speaks to your um, audience's pain points, you can't go far off. Then you need to figure out if they like images better or do they like shares better, or do mm-hmm. they like written live, you know, test, test, test. Test and measure, yeah. That's, that's what yes. Joe was talking about on his episode. Measure everything so you know when the best time or when how much engagement you get on this post at at what time yes those those are very important to you know get the most engagement and to help the algorithm work for you yeah absolutely and that was more in the context of uh, measuring your own personal goals but it works exactly the same in uh, building your community so absolutely what how do you increase visibility of a uh, a Facebook group or an Instagram uh, business how would you create or increase the visibility let's go with that and keep it simple uh, absolutely it, again you've just basically you've said that to increase it you need the engagement okay so the more engagement in a simple form the more engagement you've got the more people will see your content. And then again, the algorithm is going to work in your favor. Then, for example, with Facebook groups, if you've got high engagement in Facebook groups, then Facebook will go, oh, wow, okay, people love her content. So I'm going to show you to everyone else. So it's like free advertising, you know? Um, and that is how you get your visibility out there. But when it comes to, did I say invisibility then? I meant to say you visibility. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. You can cut that out, Chris. No, no, I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> Brilliant, I love it. Um, but yeah, again, with your visibility, if you're looking to grow your group, then you need to be visible. You need to share your story. And I don't mean... It doesn't have to be in depth like I've just told you mine. It's took me years to share my story, okay? Mm-hmm. Because every time I used to think about sharing my story, I cried my eyes out and nothing even came out, you know? 
but you need to share stories, as I have to say, not your story as such, but stories. Why should they join your group? You know, why should they join your community? Why should they follow you on Instagram, etc.? Mm-hmm. You know, so and so that's the way of getting visible in that way. Um, and like I said, showing groups up, um, getting visible in the community is all about engagement. So that goes back to my second, my last point is test, test, test. Test the content um, and don't be afraid to use funny stuff as well. I mean, use a game. I have Games Friday or I can't remember what I call it most of the time, like Fun Friday or something like that. And I I mean, it's nothing to do with business, but you know what? My members love it. And they deserve to have some like, Mm. no overwhelm, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So yeah, don't be afraid to do anything like that. Don't be so serious, but also provide value, and it's a it's a fun place to be. And you're growing, yeah. and you're you're doing what you say on the tin. You're 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 helping people, but you're doing it in a way that works for you. And absolutely. And do you think it's important to offer your group member or your members? Um, free offers and paid offers to keep them interested or just stick with the free offers? Um, no, um, I would love every community, if that's what your goals are. So going right back to the beginning of what I said, um, is know why your group exists. So I'll talk about Facebook groups, okay, because that seems to be very, very popular when it comes to communities. So why do you want a Facebook group? Is it purely to give them um, free offers or do you want to sell in there or is it just value or do you want to help as many people as you can without getting paid in return so depending on your goal will depend if you're going to share free offers just value if you're going to be spending 100 hours a week in there if you're going to be profiting from that group you know it all goes down to why you want your community to be there in the first place um, so in my Facebook group, everybody knows that I do every now and then throw some, I don't know, special offers in there or some extra offer. So, for example, if somebody wants to come on to my services um, on a monthly service, then the people who join me from my Facebook group will get extra something. Yes. Because they're in my group and mm-hmm. they've supported me. Not that my other clients don't support me. But all my clients have come from my Facebook group as well, which is amazing. Um, And we've built that relationship. I mean, my last client, she followed me on social media for two years, you know, Um, and every day I showed up and I had no idea she was actually thinking of working with me. But that's why she works with me, because... She likes me. And to be yes. fair, I like her. <laughs> you know, we've got a really nice um, relationship, um, customer-client relationship, you know. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. But, yeah, give value. Give as much value as you can. You don't need to give everything, okay? You don't need to do that because then people will just think, oh, I'll get it for free if I wait two weeks. Don't need to yes. pay for it, you know. But don't be afraid of selling stuff in there either if that's your goal. You know, find a balance. Um, I would also highly recommend that you tell your group that you're planning on sharing offers in there or if you're planning on sharing any products or services in there because then it takes the sting out of it. Mm. So instead of saying, oh, join my free community where I'm never, ever, ever going to sell to you and then go, bang, do you want to buy this? 
it's it's a bit of a sting you know but it's also a really really bad idea if you're constantly promoting in there as well yes so you need to find that balance and you need to be honest with the group and say to them hey listen put possibly put it in the description as well yes. excuse me um you know say i i will be sharing offers in this group you know um but it's not going to be a spam fest yeah something like that it's going to be to the benefit of you yeah, yeah, absolutely. My my group, my members um, inside my group will get a lot of things that people don't see. You know, they get a lot of things. And because I love them to bits, they support me, you know, and I love my community. So they're VIPs. Yeah, they're VIPs. And you've and you've put them you've you've put them first in, in a way. Yeah. You you're helping them and you're you're serving them. You're 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 putting them first. And you know, if you get one percent back then that's your business right there especially yeah, if you've got thousands of members but uh, it's more about the the type of people you have and if they're the right people then they're going to continue attracting the right people into your group yeah absolutely you've got that spot on brilliant like-minded how would you yeah. that because you've just explained uh facebook groups are being part of the sales process how would you use Facebook groups in like to automate with automation? Maybe that. Okay. Um, I think I know what you're saying. <laughs> so bear with me. If I, if I'm saying this wrong now, okay, you'll have to. It's, it's the quality of the question. It's the quality of the questions. <laughs> it's not, it's probably the way I'm thinking. I'm like, okay. So Chris, listen now. Okay. If I say it wrong, you're like, he needs to tell and say, Kim, that's not what I meant. Okay. So bear with me. Um, <laughs> okay. So in a matter, okay. When you first start your Facebook group, it's going to be hard. Okay, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's, it's going to be really worth it. It's going to be hard. You're going to need to be in there consistently. Not all day, but you're going to need to be consistent. Okay, You're going to need to answer every single person. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to spend time with your members as you're growing it, okay? And as you're nurturing it. So you can't really do much automation in the first stages, apart from scheduling posts. Yes. Okay. Um, which is fine to do, by the way. Um, when I first started, I thought you had to do everything by hand and it nearly killed me. Okay. I know that's a slight exaggeration, but honestly, I was so tired. Um, but it's okay to schedule. Okay. And then as your group grows, if you want it to grow, it doesn't need to grow, it kind of runs itself. But you still need to be present in there, but you can be less present, okay? Um, me, personally, I love to go in at least once a day to say, hey, guys, is everything okay? okay? So as far as I know, I'm the only one that uses this, okay? And it worked really, really well. It actually converts into, I think it was 92%, okay? Which is huge when you're building a community, okay? So I call it Mystery Network Nurture, yeah okay it's mystery really network nurture. but hey it works for yeah, you mystery so. network nurture well yeah um i literally had no kind of common sense behind it it's just like well that's what it is so basically you for example you go on your facebook profile personal profile or your business page and you go hey everyone um i've got 10 tips on growing your facebook group for example but what you do after you have that little chat, you say to them, 
I'm only going to give you five. If you need the other, if you want the other five, then you need to join me in my group. And then you go over to your group, you say, hey, everybody, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then basically you say the rest of the tips. Okay. So that's pretty, that's pretty easy. But what happens is the nurturing in between. Okay, so you tag the people that come over to your group into the live um, let them watch it and then you message them or you can do it publicly in your group or whatever. Message them and go, oh, I really hope you liked the live. What did you think? What was your best tip? Blah, blah, blah. And that's when the conversation starts and that's when the relationship starts to build up, um, build up and that's when the nurturing happens. Mm-hmm. So then... You go on, you know, you build this conversation, you find out if they're an ideal um, client. More than likely, nine times out of 10, they're your ideal group member because mm-hmm. they wouldn't have come over and they wouldn't have looked at you live in the first place, you know? Um, but yeah, that's when the nurturing happens. That's when you say, blah, 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 blah. Maybe I can help you with that. Let's jump on a call you know, or here, here's some free value. I like to offer some free value first and then something that requires an email address and then we jump on a call. That's just how it yes. works for me. Um, but yeah, so don't forget to welcome them later on as well, as well as saying hi. Yes, It's pretty easy strategy, and but it works well and you have to be consistent with it. Um, but you have to have quality content as well it can't mm-hmm. just be the same tips over and over and over yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i think yeah. that's what's wonderful with this podcast is i'm getting a lot of tips from all the experts so Brilliant. there'll be there'll be a lot of tips to be shared in the next coming weeks months years <laughs> absolutely that's yeah. brilliant i'm so jealous <laughs> i'm gonna listen to every single episode now <laughs> yeah you, you, i think you definitely should <laughs> you <laughs> so, well thanks for your time today um if is there anything else that you haven't said that you would like to share with the listeners that would help them grow or scale their audience or list email list yes i don't think i've mentioned this but it's such an important step to it it doesn't matter if you're a seven figure earner or if you're just starting your business take some time for yourself every day i mean if it's five minutes or five hours take some time for you not for you and your family not for you and your phone scrolling for you just you um and that's it meditation go for a walk go for a skip whatever (laughs) (laughs) it's just so easy to get stuck in the whole hustle you know oh i need to do this i need to do that i need to stay up for three days solid no yeah i need to have i need to have yeah i need i need to do this for 20 hours a day and never have any fresh air and uh, and you burn yourself out then is that's not fair on you Yeah, and that's exactly what I did in the beginning, you know. Granted, it was a different business, but it's exactly what I did. Um, 70 hours a week, you know. It was looking back and I'm thinking, whoa, Kim, no one even died, you know what I mean? Um, (laughs) But, yeah, it's absolutely. Take time for you every single day. (laughs) Yep, I I believe that. And uh, I think somebody said there must be a psychologist out there that's got her name to this, but you just need 16 minutes a day for yourself to for self-care uh it might it might even be it might even be a friend i'm gonna shout her out because why not Uh, sophie (laughs) 
<laughs> Sophie Vallis. Brilliant. <laughs> there we go. So how can, Thanks, so how, Sophie. <laughs> yeah. So how can people get in touch with you after this episode? Uh, I'd love you to join my group. Um, I'm, I'm very, very fussy about who joins my group. <laughs> um, so I would ask you to come and join me over in my group. We're a friendly bunch. Um, you've also got my website, which is designedtonetwork.com. Um, everything you need to know about me is on there. There's some freebies on there for you as well. Or just catch me on Facebook, Kim Cullen. Please, please, please feel free to message me if you need any advice. Or obviously, if you want to know about my services or anything like that. Amazing. I think that's it. <laughs> Amazing. And a random question I always end on this one. But if you could meet anybody in the world and eat with them, who would you meet? Where would you be? And what would you cook them? This is so random, but yet so brilliant. Okay. Okay. I would love to meet Gary B. Okay. I would, he just, I know he's not everyone's cup of tea, as I have to say, but he just inspires me so much. I wouldn't cook because I'm really bad at it. Um, and then I guess we would never be friends if I cooked for him. Um, <laughs> um, however, I would take them to Italy, one of Italy's fine restaurants, I think, and buy them lunch. I love Italy. I love Italian food. I, yeah, I love everything about Italy. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, random but beautiful question. Yeah, and, and I guess because he's the wine expert, he can choose which wine um, to match. Oh, yeah, definitely that, definitely that. I mean, like, do what you want with the wine. I just want pizza, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, uh, Kim, for making me smile and being great company today. Um, I can't wait to release the episode and share you with all my uh, network. And also, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, I can't say anything um, else except for thank you. Oh, thank you so, so much for having me. It's It's been wonderful. Um, you're a really great host. Thank you. Thank you, Kim, for joining me on this week's episode of Talking With Experts podcast. It was a privilege to get to know you and I had a really great time. Thank you again for giving some actionable steps to help my listeners grow and scale their business using Facebook groups. We'd love to know what your biggest takeaway from today was and what your next steps are going to be after listening to this conversation. To get any information you need on Kim, then go to uh, the show notes or join our private community on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash talking with experts you'll get some clips from uh, you'll get some clips from this podcast today plus the full transcription and some extra tips from Kim so i'll see you next week